defining moment for Pakistan and the United States was the American raid on Pakistani soil that killed Osama bin Laden. The movie depicting that daring CIA operation, Zero Dark Thirty, opens nationwide today. The film's been nominated for five Oscars, though many have criticized it for its torture scenes and for the filmmaker's working relationship with the CIA. But as the world's Arun Roth reports, the CIA and Hollywood go way back. Even though Hollywood has long been fond of spy thrillers, it didn't really notice the CIA until the 1960s when Agent Felix Leitner, played by Jack Lord, appeared in Dr. No. But the agency has been working with Hollywood since the 1950s. Trisha Jenkins is the author of The CIA in Hollywood. She says the CIA first started working with Hollywood to influence foreign audiences. Their purpose was essentially to win hearts and minds overseas during the Cold War. They developed a think tank to fight communist ideology, which negotiated the rights to George Orwell's animal farm, getting a talking pig on the screen 20 years before Charlotte's Web. You, Haynes, are to have the honor of making the first contribution, all your eggs. I know how proud you are of this privilege. Jenkins says the CIA wanted to promote a certain view of American life. For instance, pressing for line changes in 1950s scripts to make black characters more dignified and white characters more tolerant. This PC image was intended to promote an attractive image of America to a world picking sides in the Cold War. But while the CIA used Hollywood to project an American ideal, they didn't seem much concerned with their own image. In the old days, traditionally... The CIA, its predecessor, the OSS, they didn't really spend much time worrying about what the public thought about them. Ted Gupp is the author of The Book of Honor, Covert Lives and Classified Deaths at the CIA. He says that with the end of the Cold War, the agency realized it needed an image overhaul. It's come to recognize that without public support, its budget is in jeopardy. Um, and its very activities are in jeopardy. It's in constant uh, fear of congressional oversight and inquiries. In 1996, the CIA hired a Hollywood liaison, Chase Brandon, who happens to be the cousin of Tommy Lee Jones and came with lots of Hollywood connections. Jenkins says there's a noticeable change in the portrayal of the CIA after that period. Before the 1990s, in films like Three Days of the Condor, the agency was portrayed as evil, amoral assassins, or sometimes buffoons, like Max on Get Smart. Now, Max, it seems to me that... Just a minute, Chief. Isn't this top security? Yeah. Well, shouldn't we activate the cone of silence? How much do you know about chaos? What did you say, sir? <laughs> Now it's a much more favorable presentation. So you've got the CIA much more frequently being depicted as a moral organization that is highly efficient. It rarely makes mistakes. It's needed more than ever. Since the mid-1990s, the agency has worked on a long list of productions, including The Sum of All Fears and some big TV names, Alias, 24, and Homeland. There are some uglier portrayals, sometimes produced with unapproved help from former agents, like in the movie Syriana. I want you to take him from his hotel, drug him, put him in the front of a car and run a truck into him at 50 miles an hour. That's George Clooney as CIA agent Bob Barnes, who's based on real ex-CIA agent Bob Bear. Syriana takes inspiration from Bear's own memoir. Here's Bear, who's working on a new book, 
The Perfect Kill, 21 Laws of Assassination. They called me up and said, listen, we want to go on a trip with you to the Middle East. I went with the director, Stephen Gagan. I took him to Lebanon. I took him to meeting, you know, some shady people I know in London and Nice and so forth. And he was absolutely fascinated by seeing the real Middle East. Syriana isn't exactly an advertisement for the CIA. But these days, that's the exception. Jenkins says, for the most part, the agency gets their preferred image across. And unless you read the fine credits at the end of a film, you'd have no idea you just watched a movie produced with CIA help. It's important to note, though, that the CIA doesn't assist everyone. It's only going to help those that depict the CIA in a favorable light and help them boost recruitment interests. During her stint on Alias, Jennifer Garner actually made a CIA recruitment video. And if you find Ben Affleck or Jessica Chastain attractive, it's hard to think of a better recruitment ad than Argo or Zero Dark Thirty. For The World, I'm Arun Roth. There are a lot more stories about the CIA and Hollywood. Arun blogs about one of them at theworld.org.